This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Jimmy Kimmel Live on ABC tweeted, after Musk did this, It has been interesting over the years to watch you blossom from the electric car guy into a fully formed piece And Jimmy Kimmel joins me now. So that's Jake Tapper on the CNN. Jake Tapper, probably 48, 72 hours before that, was... One of the folks complaining about, and this was following the attack on Paul Pelosi, which we have to legally say, we condemn in the strongest terms possible. You know that, right? We don't condone violence against anybody. It's horrible. I can't imagine being conked in the head with a hammer. It's sad. There's a lot of stuff in that story that does need to be questioned as you actually read the reports and the accounts who open the door. It's just insane. And again, coming from a party of people that do nothing but lie, lie, lie. So you've got Jake Tapper there. Um, quoting somebody, Jimmy Kimmel, who probably was the same one of those people coming on saying, man, we got to tone down the rhetoric. Paul Pelosi got hit with a hammer. Now, they never said that after um, after that newspaper reporter was killed in Las Vegas by a Democrat uh, a couple of months ago because they didn't like what was coming out in the news stories. They didn't say that after Democrats sent a gunman to a congressional baseball game to kill people. They didn't say that whenever people took over Seattle, whenever BLM and Antifa and all that stuff. They never said those kinds of things. They're saying them now. And I think that's interesting. So 72, I don't know, less than a week after this guy's assaulted, you've got Jake Tapper and Jimmy Kimmel on Settle, don't tone down the rhetoric. And they're calling people like Ian Musk a POS. And they're not the only one. Also, uh, on CNN, uh, former D.C. police officer Michael Fanon talking about Carrie Lake. She is the person running for governor in Arizona and has a really good chance of winning, by the way. Bring accountability for January 6th. And, um, you know, I also support the fact that Carrie Lake's issue. So, uh, so he's here too. So here, just hours after all of these people on the CNN and those progressives and the crybabies and the people that still wet the bed that Trump was ever president, those people who still wet the bed at night and grit their teeth and uh, we need to settle down the rhetoric. Quit talking like that. Two people on CNN calling folks POSs. Welcome to the show. Wake up, Mid Missouri. Stephanie Powell. Brian uh, Houseworth, producer Hannah, John Marsh, I am Brandon Rather. Want to welcome on to the show now we know in Boone County, presiding commissioner race, Kip Kendrick, former state rep, also Connie Leopard, local businesswoman. As a matter of fact, former uh, business person of the uh, of the year, she, uh, Connie Leopard running against Kip Kendrick. Cole County, Sam Bushman, the incumbent running against the uh, the challenger. Uh, Carla Steck, Ms. Steck, we welcome you into the uh, show. Carla Malone Steck, welcome into the show. Let me ask you this first. Why is it that you want to run? Oh, that's uh, phrased well. Why do you want to run? Uh, I've been watching the local situation for a while. And the simple facts are our our public is not engaged enough in the decisions that are happening within our leadership so i'd like to see more involvement from the public in those decisions so is that when you say because of the situation that we're in in cole county is that the situation you feel like there's just not enough good communication well if you watch the uh, videos i think there's about 45 people that actually tune in at a time um when i say the situation i'm looking at historical things that have happened 
All right, Carla Steck, independent, running for uh, presiding commissioner in Cole County. She's joining us this morning uh, on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Carla, you were on with a, did a sort of a forum with Sam Bushman uh, the other night. And the whole the, the discussion about the workforce housing projects was was pitched to you. The, the public, uh, private entities that were talking about building three of these in Cole County. You had some questions about what happens down the road with these. Yeah, I brought up uh, Ferguson, Missouri, one of the big housing uh, projects. And and uh, what really happened there was it all started out looking very good, but there was no um, plans for upkeep of those developments. And I think that's one of my main concerns, uh, since everyone looks at it a bit t- as a taboo subject, that we're prepared for down the road. It's one of those challenges, I guess, that's out there. And they talk about these being privately funded developments. The presumption would be on behalf of the taxpayer that the that the owner and the renter of the property would be the one to foot that. But is there some money involved in there from public entities to go towards these private facilities? Do you know? Well, so I've been focused on contracts that the county signs. And unfortunately, not many of those contracts were easily found or given sunshine requests. Uh, still didn't get the contracts that I'm looking for. So I don't know too much about the housing um, situation currently. Carla Malone Steckin with us. She's a candidate for Cole County Presiding Commissioner this morning on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. John, thank you. Uh, Ms. Steck, we appreciate you joining us live. I have a simple question. I look at the Cole County sample ballot, and outside of your race and a couple of state races, everybody else almost entirely is running unopposed. I could go down the list. I'm not going to go through all. I mean, there's just it's probably seven or eight races that are uncontested but you stepped up you're challenging mr bushman can you beat him he's very popular can you defeat him next week you know i think that's up to god whether i win or not but i think there's enough people in our community that are disgruntled with the two-party system and running as an independent gives opportunity to just about everybody to vote for me um i think that i have a bit of a history here in Cole County with the outdoor projects that I've done for the community and uh, working with at-risk youth. I've met a lot of people. I've been in a lot of schools. I'm an educator, so I've traveled to most of Cole County with our projects. Um, I don't think that he's more popular than me. I think he's known as a nice guy, but what I offer is much different than Sam Bushman. I'm a detail-oriented person who likes to really get into the subject and not just toss it off to a another um entity to make those decisions all right carla malone steck presiding commissioner cole county anything else you'd like to add before we let you go so i think that um you know our economic development is one of my main issues i think that we need to to um, start a competitive bid process for that i think that the um economic development with our agriculture here locally is an untapped um, possibility. I think that um, the latest ARPA funds are being allocated to probably far too many capital improvements. Some of the people that have suffered through the COVID um, pandemic 
um, are not being considered in those fundings. So those are the things that I've been looking at rather than the housing currently that most of you all have been looking at. Um, so anyway, uh, get out and vote. It's very important that we flood the system with votes in order to make them count. And I would think that um, so many people running unopposed should be something we would like to turn around and get people out there to run for office and get engaged. I agree with you on that. Carla Malone Stack, thank you for joining us this morning here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. I appreciate the honesty and the answer, too, because what is it like, whether you're a sports team or a politician, like we could get somebody like, um, uh, let's say, like Adrian Plank, who's running against Chuck Basie. Say, Adrian, do you think you have a chance of winning? Everybody knows he won't win. Uh, he uh, he, he certainly. I'd, he, I'd say he's at this point. He's got. He's raising a lot of money. Hey, listen, Bill. Uh, not Bill. Uh, uh, Chuck Basie told. I think it was uh, Channel Eight last night. He said, "Yeah, if I were to run again with this redrawn district, yeah, I don't know uh, that I would uh, win." But let's say that you ask any politician who you know who doesn't have a chance of uh, of winning, and there's any number of of them right now. Do you have a chance of winning? Yes, we're going to win this. I like uh, Miss Deck Malone's answer. Well, it's in God's hands, in, in, which is great. I don't know if God is a registered voter in the state of Missouri, but I appreciated the honesty. I don't know. Is what she said. I don't know if I'm going to win or not. Yeah, and I think it was appropriate for me to ask that, and I think her answer was, was you know, it, it took me by surprise, and I think in a positive way. Cole County, Brandon, as you know, is very Republican, heavily Republican, and but I don't remember in election... Maybe Stephanie does, but I've seen a lot of them. I don't remember a Cole County ballot with this many uncontested races. There are usually some Democrats who at least try to challenge. Um, so that sticks out. She certainly got a shot. I just, it's going to be tough. He's hes known for his work at Samuel's Tuxedos. He's very popular in the community, there's no doubt. But um, she brought up a good point. And the other thing that sticks out about this ballot is Locke Thompson is running unopposed. Four years ago, he took down a one of the longest-serving prosecutors in the area, Mark Richardson. That was a huge upset. And I really thought Mark would come back and run. He has not. Well, He's not run. Cole County, for years and years, I mean, when I was growing up, the, the local races were dominated by Democrats. Yep. And then there was kind of a struggle there for a couple of years where you did see some really contested races. But I think right now, if you look at the data from the last couple of elections, Cole County has become solidly Republican. And we've even been seen it in some of our races, I think, where we have people putting the R behind their name that might not be um, what people think of as a traditional Republican because um, because they know without that that they're going to struggle. Yeah, I mean, that, that does, I'm sure that has happened, but the only way to win right now, unless she wins as an independent, is to run as a Republican. You're, you're probably not going to win as a Democrat in Cole County right now. Uh, we heard that, Marsh. <laughs> we heard you trying to imitate Biden. <laughs> Whatever it is you were doing there, we yeah. kind of heard it. Yeah, but like, like you guys <laughs> what said. Were you say, hold on, what were you saying? <laughs> no, we were okay. we were nodding our heads okay. in agreement with the comment. <laughs> okay. And it is. It's been quite a while since we've had so many uncontested races in Cole County. It seems like it's kind of a kind of a wave here lately. Yeah, and you can look at other mid Missouri communities, I th- I think. Uh, a couple of seats state rep seats uh, uh, held by like David Tyson Smith I think that's unopposed mm-hmm. um, I think there's another seat that, that's uh, unopposed and good point yeah get some folks out and challenge some of these races 874 to the point about Chuck about the 47th 
uh, district seat. John Martin, that's who I would be voting for in the 47th district five days from now. Peveril Squire was chatting with uh, Channel 8, KOMU, talking. So the other thing about the redistricting, it put a lot of those state rep seats, they're all contained within the county of Boone. Peveril Squire, political science professor, regarding the chances of the 47th seat flipping. And the 47th district, which is sort of the, the west side of Columbia and goes up to the uh, uh, the west side of Boone County, uh, has been represented by a Republican. He's term limited out. And that's probably the, the district here in, the, in this immediate area that's most likely to flip. Peveril Squire, political science professor. MU talking about that 47th Five days from now, we go to the uh, go to the polls. John Martin in the forty seventh district. Jim Musgraves. That's an easy. Uh, Sheree Tolson Reich, of course. Dave Griffith, uh, Blaine Ludgemeyer. There's just it's it's a lot of easy, a lot of easy decisions in my mind. Coming up, we are going to be doing the morning bell business news. A little twist that only Stephanie Bell can give you. What do you have for us this morning? Well, I hate it when the government passes out free money, but I love it when private industry decides to put cash in our pockets. How you can get some cash today. Oh, you might. Man, Stephanie's got a line on you getting Besides some buying the lottery tickets. <laughs> this is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Like 8.26 time for the morning bell business news. little twist that only Stephanie Bell can give you. If you're feeling down this morning like me because I bought five Powerball tickets and I got a big fat zero, Brandon's got his three. Zero. You could save those and use them for something. Wrap, <laughs> wrap gifts with under something. All right, um, notes. Reminder to self. Don't waste money on lottery <laughs> tickets ever again. Well, if you want to get your $6 back, I have a deal for you. Okay. Uh, today, apparently, starts Cash Back Day with a company called Retail Me Not. And you can get an account, um, and for 48 hours, there's 2,500 major retailers that are offering cash back deals up to 20%. And those folks include like Amazon, Walmart, Lowe's. So apparently if you get this account and then you go buy something there, it's kind of like the gas tax. <laughs> They'll give you some of your money back. Not a Save whole lot. Save all Sign them. Get them notarized. Plus a note for your mom. Then send it to the Department of Revenue in Jeff City. And we'll give you a whole $15. But, I mean, it's Christmas. You know, yeah. you know. I, I've started making holiday purchases already. I don't want it. Hannah, don't tell me how many days there is to Christmas because it's going to freak me out. Um, I think it's less than 60, mm. right? Um, and so, but lots of, uh, lots of like big box stores. So if you were already planning on buying something, um, apparently you can go buy it if you have this retail me not account. And then basically the money, they will transfer the cash to your like Venmo or PayPal within 45 days is what they're saying. So I like that idea when people are really struggling, um, of retailers saying, Hey, we're gonna, we're gonna give you a break and give you some extra cash in your pocket too, uh, for, you know, whatever you want. Very nice. Uh, and that's the Morning Bell Business News. little twist. And can you bottom line, we had the younger folks been texting us this morning. If Fed's raised, the, uh, they hiked the interest. What, what does that mean? Uh, it just means you're going to be more expensive some, on something. And mainly lending. Um, and so if you're trying to get a hold of some money, you're not going to get a great interest rate. And so the Fed's hiked 
um, the rate yesterday by uh, three quarters of a percent, 0.75 basis points. Um, and what that means is we're going to see if you're trying to get a car loan, if you're trying to get a home loan, if you're trying any of that kind of stuff, you're going to be paying a crazy rate. And I think right now for a 30-year fixed uh, mortgage, we're seeing average rates in excess of 7%, which um, I think they said hasn't been done since 2002. Um, is this, Hannah, are we, is this, is this our new normal? We're back. We're back. It is a new normal, and we're back. And again, this is some perspective on these things, on the bad things that are happening, not to this country, but the bad things that are happening to you. The inflation, 40 years. Stephanie Bell, Hannah, the producer. Producer Hannah, I've never experienced this. And with these interest rates, since 2002, Hannah, what year were you born? 2000. 2000. Oh, gosh. So she's barely, she's some... In her adult life, she's not experienced. But yeah, if you're trying to buy a house, you just can't get as much house um, because most people base the decision on what's my monthly payment going to be. And according to Twitter, um, it says, you know, if you want a monthly payment of $3,000, which... This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. I'll just say this is not about politics. The bottom line is this is about saving lives and cutting red tape. That's former Missouri National Guard Adjutant General Steve Danner uh, talking about... Amendment 5 has to do with the National Guard. Basically, it says National Guard. There's, I think there's only, Missouri's one of only two states where you have to fill out a bunch of paperwork to get the National Guard to come help you. I might be oversimplifying that. but it's, The vast majority of states are National yeah. Guard is its own entity, correct? And, yeah, and that's basically what this would uh, do. And it is one of those kind of rare things. You think, well, uh, you know, this uh, there's really no partisan politics to this really at all. This guy, this former Missouri National Guard adjutant, uh, Steve Danner is saying, I'm a Democrat. I'm voting for five. I think everybody is saying yes to uh, yes to five. Five days away from the election. Bring in Randy Tobler. Host the Randy Tobler Show weekdays, four to six here on the uh, radio station. I want to ask you this. Do you know, and I'm not at, do you know how you are voting? When you walk into your polling place five days from now and you go in there do you know have you been practicing on your on your sample ballot that you got in the mail I have. I've been studying it uh, day and night and uh, deciding what I'm going to do. Yeah. No, I pretty much know what I'm going to do. I tell you what, I still struggle with, though, is the judges. It's hard to get a line on the judges. You know, we always have to, you know, pull a lever for, for one one or more of those. And so that's the only one I struggle with. But, uh, yeah, I think the rest of it I've already decided. Jay Ashcroft has some advice for you on the judges. Oh, I was going to ask Stephanie, what's the advice? So Jay Ashcroft was on the show yesterday, and here's what I would do if I were you. I'd go back to the Wake Up uh, Mid-Missouri podcast, which you can check out at 93.9theeagle.com and kwos.com. Most day, it's at least up by 11 o'clock. You can go back, pick out the hour. But yesterday, 7 o'clock hour, Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft was on, and we were asking him, because I think it's odd that we vote for judges because you can't find a whole lot of information on them, and it's just, it, to me, it's odd. Uh, but Jay Ashcroft, and you can hear this in the podcast, his advice, he says, I think there's been two judges in the history of Missouri. Four. That, four. Is what he said. I don't know. That have been not. Uh, not retained. Not retained. So our secretary of state, his reason, he says, I vote no. No to all of them. To retain any of them. 
just because. I'm like, that's the Secretary of State saying well, that. that. Was gonna, that was going to be my default answer. I tend to, you know, I don't know why. That, it's sort of an irrational choice, but I thought, you know, mixing it up's a good thing. You know, I'm in general, I'm not, I'm not really a term limits guy in general, but I think that uh, some fresh blood and new energy is never a bad thing, uh, at least in most cases, you know. So, I am a term uh, limit uh, guy when it comes to people like... Um, Nancy Pelosi, but like when it comes to people like Josh Hawley, I'm not a term limits nope. guy. I'm real square. <laughs> you're not a term limits guy. <laughs> I'm, I'm real flexible on that stuff. Depending on whatever benefits me the most, depending on what the election year is like, that's how I roll. Randy Tobler, <laughs> Randy Tobler show weekdays, uh, four to six. There's another big story. A lot of attention, obviously, devoted uh, to the election, uh, devoted to what's happening on a national level because we talk. As somebody said earlier, you know, Joe Biden's tearing this country. Apart. And it's not just that he's ruining this country. And it's not and it's not just him, by the way. That's why I say we can't vote for any Democrats. We just we can't we just can't do it uh, because of the way they think that mindset defund the police, yep. call everybody whatever gender they want to be, even though the facts say you're not. Uh, it's silly. Uh, throw give money. The mayor in St. Louis, they're trying to do, come up with a plan and they're, they're bolting down on this. We've been covering this for a while. They are trying to find a way. Uh, poor people are just going to give you a paycheck. You don't have to earn it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. My God, that that yeah. is. Go to countries where they do that kind of thing. It doesn't happen here. So that's why we can't vote for um, for Democrats in in uh, in my mind. But somebody had said uh, had said earlier here on the show, Joe Biden ruining America and Democrats. And it's not just America. To me, it's how people feel. And what's going on in their lives, trying to figure out bills and daycare and pay for gas and looking at their retirement accounts. And what's going on in the Middle East or China or Russia or Ukraine or anything like that. And how those things are affecting us. Uh, And that affects that affects, I think, your mental well-being. Stephanie's a little bit mine and any. And if you're listening this morning, it's affecting you. And that is a collective all across the 330 million plus people of this nation. They have been affected by the poor choices made by Democrats and by Joe Biden. So it's not just, you know, it's a personal thing. Does that make sense, Randy? No, it's, it's look, it, it is a personal thing. But I think that in one way or another, we realize that there's an ideology that's become a religion mm-hmm. that's really infiltrated almost every level of Democrat politician that I can see. And that may be a bit of a broad brush stroke, but, sure. you know, it used to be that there were Democrats of different colors, different stripes, and you could pick out one that was, a, remember the old blue dog Democrats, people that were generally fairly conservative, but still had a D, you know, mm-hmm. behind their name. Now, it seems like more and more, it's very, very difficult to find a Democrat that actually doesn't endorse one or more of these woke, leftist, Marxist, progressive policies. That, like you say, in one way or another, whether we're parents of children in schools, uh, grandchildren in schools, or whether we're filling up our gas tank, uh, whether we've uh, been affected by maybe a young person who's died with a fentanyl overdose. Uh, one way or another, it's affecting all of us, and it's an ideology that's become a religion. And that's very hard for them to ever get away from, no matter what they say on the stump. When it comes to making that vote, making that decision, you know how they're going to decide. It's going to be leftist, it's going to be progressive, and it's going to be ruinous. Now, my one caveat there, when I say we just can't vote for Democrats, uh, would be uh, if if the Boone County Sheriff Dwayne Carey we're up for re-election uh, right now. He would be a Democrat um, that I would uh, vote for. He's got a D behind his name, but he's 
Yeah. Well, I, look, there's are, there are exceptions. They're rare, sure. and they need to they need to prove that the default is not true in their case. Right. And if that's the case, that's good. Randy Tobler hanging out with us here on Wake Up Mid Missouri. He hosts the uh, he's on uh, in the afternoons. I love it. He's on four to six. It's live stuff happening right now. It's on in the afternoons. He's joining us right now here on Wake Up Mid Missouri. Randy, are you amused by the TV ads that we see every time this year, and especially now in the Missouri U.S. Senate race? Where everybody from the Anheuser-Busch heiress to the uh, the Attorney General, everybody's just an old farmer. Everybody's out in front of the silos and the combines and the, and the yeah. cattle and the real farmers. Your take on that? Well, yeah, and I think of the people that are either farmers that have, uh, it's sort of like city slickers, that's what some of those commercials remind me of, that old movie, or uh, remember in past cycles we had people shooting guns that clearly Barack Obama tried to shoot a gun, and it was just hilarious, you know. I, but it, why don't people just be authentic and say, look, I'm not going to try to be anyone who I'm not, but, you know, I'm going to try to understand and be empathetic to everyone that I represent. And uh, I've tried to go to school and learn, and hey, you know, I think they'd be a lot better off maybe talking to a farmer than trying to be one if they've never sat on a tractor. Like uh, the flat Kevin Costner took. That was a nice in the movie uh, Field of Dreams. My gosh, all farmers wear uh, uh, J. Crew slacks and polos. I didn't, didn't know that. Randy Tobler, Randy Tobler Show, weekdays at four. Um, another, there's a story in Missouri, uh, yep. and I think at least the first one that we're publicly aware of. Uh, abortions following the the ruling by SCOTUS earlier this year changed changed for a while fundamentally the outcome of the election thank god we're back on track there um but a story apparently and i want you to set this up for us here in missouri woman on an emergency basis needed an abortion hospital wouldn't pay for it fill in the holes for us well, this is a woman who uh, had an unfortunate, this is a couple, she was, she was over 40 and uh, presented to a Joplin area hospital and uh, then in cramping and so forth. And she had broken her water at about 18 weeks of pregnancy. Now, at best, viability is not going to happen until 23-ish weeks, you know, give or take a couple days. And, uh, and, and most of these times, these occasions, in fact, the vast majority, trying to wait it out once the water has broken, which is the sort of the barrier for infection to start and ascend into the uterus and really bring mom into a very grave situation where she could get blood poisoning, sepsis, and really, you know, it's a life-threatening event when that happens. And so many people will choose to terminate the pregnancy um, because they want to avoid that uh, terrible, tragic uh, situation which could develop where you, now you're terminating the pregnancy and mom is gravely ill. And so it's a very, very difficult decision. These are always very dicey things. And some women choose to, to wait it out and see if they can just lay there with their, you know, bed rest with their baby, you know, inside, no water around it. And um, the other thing that happens is the lungs don't develop when the water's around. And so, you know, both on an odds basis of survival of that baby, it's, it's close to zero. I don't ever want to say zero. But on a, on a high odds for mom's health being seriously threatened, seriously threatened it's a very high odds very high odds and so in this case this woman uh, remember they wanted the baby this couple wanted the baby but they realized it was not in her best interest for the health of the mom that's the kind of phraseology that's in the statute although it's vague that uh, but for some reason the doctors uh, initially advised her to do it this is what's being reported to say hey let's you know they mutually decided mom and doctors hey let's go ahead and you know terminate this pregnancy 
And the hospital, after con- I guess they consulted with the hospital, the hospital said, we don't want to get in trouble with the state people now that abortion's outlawed and the, vi- the la- language is too vague about mom's health. And so they denied the abortion, and she had to go over to uh, Hope Clinic in Granite City, Illinois, and got it got it done. That has launched on the I understand on the request of Mike Parson and you know some people in Missouri and, and others uh, an investigation by the feds because under the Emergency Medical Treatment and Labor Act, EMTALA, yeah, and the federal law I understand takes precedence. Stephanie, help me here if I'm wrong. Um, the the federal uh, people are going to investigate this now to see if she was not rendered appropriate emergency care because she was apparently beginning to get sick and rather than get her very very sick they wanted to do something so it's going to be interesting the facts are not totally clear i don't know if we'll ever know the facts but this confirms what i and other pro-life gynecologists and obstetricians have said hey this is going to raise some of these gray areas where we're trying to do the right thing but we don't want to lose our license we don't want to have criminal charges we don't want to get in trouble and it's a big deal well and i think the other thing that happens and i'm not a doctor i used to try to play one sometimes when i was in second and third grade love playing that game uh, so I talked I, to that teacher. They, they, yeah, they had problems with that. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's not cool now and was kind of even questionable back in the 70s. Um, but th- so they're making health decisions, but they're going to an attorney first is what's happening. They're talking about the life of a woman. Right. Well, let's check with our attorneys first. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Randy Tobler, he's here today, 4 o'clock. I uh, know kind of early, but what do you have coming up on your show this afternoon? Yeah, we're going we're gonna to be talking with uh, David Stokes from Show Me Institute about some election issues and other things locally and nationally. And, uh, and then probably I'm going to have one of several candidates as we continue our candidate cavalcade and the closing arguments, you know, just like you're doing. And it's, uh, it's great to hear from the people in their races as they uh, are around the area, both, uh, yeah. both local and, and regional. Mark Holford, not that he needs uh, any help. Fourth Congressional District uh, seat currently held by Hartsley. He was on earlier this morning. There's a hit piece, Kansas City Star. It's hilarious. I feel bad for the people at the Kansas City Star. <laughs> they quote a bunch of people. They're quoting a bunch of unnamed sources about what it was like working with him. And of course, they're all saying negative things. The people saying good things. They all attribute that. It's just. But Mark Olford had it was a great conversation this morning. Uh, he was telling us about it. He got a phone call from Donald Trump yesterday. Donald Trump endorsing him again. Not that he needs it. But the other thing I thought was more powerful. Powerful in that. You can go back and check it out on the podcast at 939theeagle.com, KWOS.com. But he was he said, you know, hey, sometimes I might have a bad day and I might get angry. But here's what I loved. He's because he, he takes ownership. Ownership for that. Yep. He says, I yep. went and I made those right. I apologized. I did whatever. And that is ownership. And I say it all the time. We need more and more of that, especially from politicians like Joe Come on. Hey, I lied. I'm sorry for lying about that $5 gas when when Donald was president. I lied. My bad. Hey, uh, you know when I said the border was secure? I lied. They need to come out. Ownership. Randy, we'll catch you this afternoon, 4 o'clock. All right, man. See you then. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Big old serving of leftovers. Enjoy. All right, leftovers. Some of the things that we did not get a chance to get to here on the show this morning on Wake Up uh, Mid-Missouri. We'll do this before we make way for the Gary Nolan show. It's my dad's favorite uh, show. Steph, you got anything for leftovers? Apparently, a staffer for Trudy Bush Valentine got arrested at the YMCA for in in Brentwood for invasion of privacy. But it was in the police report that he was a staffer. She says he no longer works for the campaign. Shocker. Um, but anyway, I yeah, some sort of sexual misconduct at the YMCA. 
And that's Trudy Bush Valentine campaign. Correct. A staffer for her was arrested. Um, and actually, he's out. He got out the same day. And folks are saying that that's within um, prosecuting attorney Wesley Bell's area. And the guy hasn't been charged with anything either. So. Wesley Bell, if we're stereotyping, he's a Democrat, Democrat, soft on crime, staffer, campaign staffer for Trudy Bush Valentine. Again, I'm going to stereotype. If you're working for a Democrat campaign, I'm going to stereotype and guess maybe you're a Democrat. Yep. Man, crazy. Marsh, anything in your fridge? Oh, that was interesting. The Missouri NAACP sent a cease and desist letter to Legal Missouri 2022, referenced the uh, Amendment 3, alleging that they'd unauthorized use of the NAACP's name and emblem, I guess, implying support of the the legalized marijuana amendment. That, that was interesting. They came out there. So this is this is all over the place with support and, and lack thereof, isn't it? Yeah, and we saw it at Missouri State Highway Patrol, I think, last week. They did a C&D like, hey, you can't use our stuff. We're not in, endorsing. Uh, we're not endorsing this. Perval, uh, uh, to Squire. Peveril Squire is a political science professor at MU. He was on KOMU Channel 8 last night and kind of getting his predictions on what he when it comes to the amendments. Uh, and I think is what he said. He said third uh, regarding legalized marijuana, probably most contentious, but he felt like uh, that they would pretty much all easily pass. Uh, and then this apparently Cathedral of St. Joseph in Jefferson City Facebook posts. Unless there's an update to this, please let us know. Uh... Our Jesus statue was taken from our property on the west side of the parish office sometime over last weekend. Who done went and stole the Jesus statue? Man! That's terrible. Uh, and there's a picture on the uh, Facebook page, Cathedral of St. Joseph, Jefferson City. If you know anything about this, they're saying, hey, man, uh, contact uh, our office. We want our Jesus back. Man. Uh, and I think that's a pretty, if it's the one I'm thinking about, I think it's a pretty big statue. Yeah, like uh, you, uh, I, is that a high school prank thing? And under the circumstances, I hope maybe that's all it is. It's not anybody with any nefarious things. Uh, also, here in uh, leftovers, want to congratulate Jefferson City Chamber of Commerce awarded. Uh, la and I was just there a couple of weeks ago. Last Flight Brewing Company. As a matter of fact, we had an event there. Uh, Jefferson City Area Chamber of Commerce gave Last Flight Brewing Company its 2022 Small Business of the Year award, dedicated to the community's business and their employees, and the reason why 